Okay, guys, here we go again. This is Marketing Management Money with Ryan Murray Ryan Owens, uh, where we take you through all things small business. We love to talk about the marketing side, the management side, and the money side. Today, we are going to focus on the marketing side. Uh, we are going to look at a topic basically focusing on branding and what goes into branding, what uh, what makes it happen, and what makes it not happen. And, and specifically today, I want to talk a little bit about consistency in branding because you see this a lot in small businesses where they're a bit all over the board. I've been guilty of this often. Uh, you know, well, I but, think that I think that a lot of small businesses they just have so much going on, right? And, and branding isn't uh, isn't something you focus on necessarily right up front. You're trying to get sales, you're trying to get your books in line, you're trying to get all these other things going, and branding is not top priority. See, see, and this is funny because for you, you're you're like second nature. You're like, oh yeah, you know, I mean, do you have this, 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 and me? I'm just like, oh, oh I don't want to do it. Yeah, because to me, it honestly is like weeding the garden. That's nah, funny because I hate weeding the garden. That's like the worst <laughs> thing on the planet that, to me. That's how I feel when it comes to branding because it's yeah. like you go and, you know, you, you get your garden. I, I enjoy gardening. I'm not great at it, but I enjoy it. Sure. And I love in the spring when you freshly tilled the dirt and it's just, you know, it's like that dark, rich color and it's beautiful. And then you go and you put your starts in and everything looks so clean and organized and fresh. Yeah. And then in about two weeks, there's a couple of weeds that are popping up. Yeah. And, you know, maybe you go out and you weed them. And, you know, a couple more weeks, the weeds are coming on stronger. And, you know, a month later, like, you can't tell the plants from the weed, at least in my garden. Like, there are other people. <laughs> yeah. And, and it, it really boils down to I don't like going out there and weeding every single day. I, I, I just and, – and with branding – it's like if you're not staying on top of it, if you're staying on top of it, easy peasy. But if you're not right. staying on top of it, those weeds come in and then before you know it, they're like choking out the plants. Yeah. It's, so it's one of those things that um, I feel like everybody wants to, at least a lot in a lot of cases, people that I work with on branding, they want to have that very concise set of rules or whatever they want to have this branding guideline or some set of uh, a visual guideline yeah, some set of some way to say like in this case we do this in this case we do this and in this case we do this but guess what that's not how small business goes there aren't three cases there are a hundred thousand <laughs> million billion trillion gazillion as my kids would say cases and yeah, I mean, there's always always little little variations to things. Um, whether that's you're you're doing some sort of a, a promotional card and you're working with another company this time, and they want to have their branding on it as well. Okay, yeah. well that changes things. So now what? Yeah. You know what I mean? So there are all these little cases that come up, and yeah, it's it's not just so clean. And like so cut and dry well, as and people want it to be. What, one of the challenges is if you are a large enough company, which, I mean, that's not really the audience that we're talking to. I mean, you know, if, if, if there are people that are CEOs of multinationals and they're listening to our podcast, thank you. Right. <laughs> but, you know, we're talking to the people that like you've got a team of three. Yeah. It, it's, it's you and these two other guys 
that are making this happen. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you don't have one person dedicated to making sure that, you know, all of your branding is on point. It's like you throw something out there and you're moving quick, you're moving agile. That's where I'm not good at. I understand the concepts of it. Sure. You know, I, I totally get how to do it, but when I'm in business and I'm, you know, trying to make things happen and it's, and it's moving and it's going quick, I just don't like, yeah. I, I, well, yeah. I, I get lost in the minutia. So branding is definitely one of those things that requires you to slow down and do it right. So to speak, right? So, like so you've got to be on your game in terms of branding. You're good at this. Like this is yeah. a solid strength that you have. Start us out. What, yeah. What, lay, lay some basic foundations, some sure. obvious, well, this is what you want to do to at least give yourself a, a fighting chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So um, I feel like in in our audience, well, uh, let me actually go back to, to what I was just about to say, because I think that ties into okay. where we're going to go here. Um, branding is something that you need to slow down, take your time and do it right. It's It's not one of these things that, you, um, you're constantly going to be cleaning up your mess if you just like throw something at the wall, see if it sticks, and then come back and try to fix it, right? Uh-huh. Um, so if you let, let me pause you for a second, sure, because I get for you this is almost second nature, and you know exactly what we're talking about. But I'm thinking to myself, most of the small businesses that I've worked with, if I just tell them, like, in your branding, if you just throw something against the wall and see if it Touché. sticks, like, they don't know if you're talking about <laughs> the logo, website, social yeah. media, the flyer yeah. that they just printed, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the T-shirt that they're wearing, the sticker on their car. Like, yeah. what wh- what are you talking about here? So that's I, I actually really appreciate that clarification because it, it's an important one. Um as you generate any kind of um, collateral, whether that's digital, print, whatever, when you generate any kind of collateral that is going to be seen outside of your company, and again, this is this is physical, digital, whatever, mm-hmm. um, it's important that you remain consistent in your presentation, right? Okay. So... Like you mentioned, in terms of your logo, whether that's on a sticker that goes on your car or on a sales flyer that goes out to some potential customers, whatever. Like your your logo should be presented the same. And right? so as long as I'm using blue and green, I stick with blue and green and I'm good. Sure. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I'm so... I'm, I'm baiting you a little bit. This is a big enough topic that we're going to have a hard time wrapping it up in one episode because there's so many aspects to it. And so, you know, I'm I'm going to, I'm going to prod you a little bit and see where we go. I I just, I just had the, the clouds part a little bit here and I had, I had some clarity. So you're, you're going for more of this, like, um, down in the trenches, doing the work kind of branding side of things. And I'm trying to stay a little bit more theoretical for a moment, but we'll, we'll, we'll meld the two. Like I said, you're better at this than I am. So wherever, wherever you want to go. Oh, great. Whatever. Jeez. So, um, it's really, again, it's really important to stay consistent. And so there are certain things that you can do in a small business to remain consistent. Um, to get down into the trenches, into the weeds a little bit, 
uh, that's something like having what's called branding guidelines or a style guide or something along those lines. Like you'll hear it called different names, but essentially what Visual it is. identity, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so but essentially what it is, is it lays out what your logo is uh, in terms of if that's a graphic, if that's some sort of font, whatever. It lays out exactly what it is. It lays out mm-hmm. the different use cases for it and how the formatting appears in those use cases. For example, if you are using it on your website, it's going to look one way. If And it may look the same if you print it on a sales flyer. But then if you use it in social media and it's supposed to be this square format or a round format, that becomes a little bit different. If you have this uh, secondary icon that fits mm-hmm. there better, you, again, you need to lay that out and say exactly how that shows up. And when you're using colors, you'll use hex code uh, or you'll use an RGB code or a Pantone color. You'll identify with a code, a number of sorts, identifying exactly what that color is because mm-hmm. it's not just orange, right? So we've talked about this in the past where you, correct refresh, r- correct me if I'm I'm wrong here, but for your anniversary, you get orange roses for your wife. You get I, an extra one every year you're married. Right? Yeah, yeah, I, so, I do. So we, I was helping you with this one year uh-huh. and helping you track down orange roses because it's like in November or something, right? Yeah, it's, te- it's technically in January. January. How are you going to find orange roses? That was yeah. a terrible idea, man. I, I, I know. <laughs> and and we, we actually got married in July. So this isn't even <laughs> like our... What? I, it's... It was one of those things, you know, when, when you're young and in love, you think, oh, I can do this. And now here I am 20 some odd years later, and it's really hard to come up with orange roses. Wow. <laughs> in January. In January. Anyway. Yeah. So you're trying to find orange roses, but it's not just orange roses because the orange roses that I could find are completely different from orange roses that you could find. I, I like if you're finding 10 and I'm finding 12. You know what I mean? Right. And I remember we were going through that process and it was a bit awkward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So same thing with your branding, right? It can be a bit awkward if you say, hey, we're going to use purple here. And one purple that you use is lilac. And the other purple that you use is like electric Laffy Taffy type purple, <laughs> right? It's not the same brand. Right. I mean, you would never, I mean, think about Coca-Cola or think about any of the big name brands. Mm-hmm you, they, they have very consistent, um, a very consistent display of how they show their brand. Sure. Yeah. Uh, they don't use different reds or, you know, variations of blue or whatever, Mm -hmm. right? It's very consistent. And if, if they do deviate from that, it's, uh, if you could kind of go behind the curtain, you could see the wizard of Oz, right? Right you would see that when they do decide to deviate that or deviate from that, it's laid out very clearly exactly what they're going to do. Your your primary colors, your secondary colors. The parameters around that, Mm -hmm. how long they're going to be using that, what products it extends to, which ones it doesn't, um, what types of media they're going to use it in, all these things. And so that's why, I mean, we're, we're getting really, Really in the weeds here. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, we, we so, went in the trenches and then got in the weeds in the trenches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to pull back up a little bit <clears throat> because that's you, you, what you're getting here is a sense of why I said up front that branding is something that's very um, 
methodical. It's slow down and do it right. Take your time so, to do it. Okay, so, but, but why why does this matter? Like because when you it when you it all comes back to introducing confusion to your clients. And what we say time and time again is if you introduce confusion, you're losing sales. Period. Yeah. yeah. Right? And so if you are coming across as a brand that doesn't have their crap together, then you're going to lose the trust of your clients mm -hmm. or your potential clients, or you're going to introduce confusion to them. And they're going to say, wait, is this the same brand that I was dealing with over here? Mm -hmm. Or they come to your checkout process and those colors are different. Wait, am I dealing with some, some scam online, Nigerian that, prince yeah. scam kind yeah. of deal, you know? And so, um, while in the rush of, entrepreneurialism and startups and small business, it can seem like such a, a minute thing. In, and in a lot of cases it is, I'm not going to say that this is like, if you don't do this, you're going to burn to the ground and you're never going to have a small business that's successful. <laughs> Most right? small businesses screw this up long before they ever get it right. And they still make money. Yeah. They do just fine. Right. But at some point, it is going to hurt your sales. And yeah. if you want to have successful marketing, you know, you look at the behemoths that uh, really yeah. have dialed in their marketing. And, you know, it's, it's fascinating that subconsciously, you know, the, 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 the primary color scheme that Google uses. Yeah. And it's always there. You don't even recognize that it's there and it's always there. And it's like, oh yeah, that's, partly why they grew to be such a massive company is it was very simple. Yeah. Their brand is extraordinarily simple, but it's well thought out and consistent yeah. and you know, just, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. 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 And so let's talk about for a second, how uh, a small business can, can use this uh, to their advantage and not have it be something that's like, oh my gosh, now I got to start doing that. And I don't have the time for that. It's because it's still just me and these two other guys. You know right. what I mean? So how can a small business start to implement some of these things and make sure that they're not shooting themselves in the foot by slowing down and losing sales that way, but still uh, not uh, shooting themselves in the foot <laughs> by screwing up their branding. And, and I'm glad that you're bringing it into kind of some some tangibles, you know, some actionable steps for small businesses. Because really, the crux of this episode in my mind is not saying there's a right way to do this and you better follow the right way. Exactly. There, there's they, no right way. There's no right way. But there's some better ways. And, you know... The, the more that you can improve upon this, and it's not just improving upon the branding, it's improving upon the consistency mm -hmm. and improving upon the efficacy so that you're not wasting a lot of time doing this. Exactly. So I would say for um, the first step that I would take as a, a small business, it's kind of to that point where like you're growing, you're growing, you've, you've gotten a lot of sales. Um, you're, probably experiencing some pain points like, oh man, like we really should bring on another person. Mm -hmm. What are they going to do? Do we really need to have them come on? Th that kind of a space, right? You're still in the trenches of wearing multiple hats and that kind of thing. But so in that kind of a scenario, what I would say is probably the first step that I would take is start to develop some level of consistency, get that documented. Right. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is starting with this style guide and you could look up online, you can see how lots of people do their different style guides. I would keep it simple. 
I would start with your, um, I would start with your logo, your colors and your fonts mm -hmm. that you use. And I would lay out what those are, yeah. right? Which ones do you use for headers on things, um, for body copy on things? Um, the logos, like we talked about, if you use them on letterhead or if you use them on your website or if you use them on social media, how those look, what those are laid out like. And if you need to reach out to a web person that you've been working with to get, um, pixels and dimensions and things like that, by all means do that, sure. get that put sure. in this document. Yeah. And then what I would do, and, and actually probably this would be kind of a simultaneous process is, is looking at the documents or the use cases where you most frequently see your branding, whether mm -hmm. that's, again, whether it's on letterhead, your website, invoices, whatever. And I would tailor your, um, your branding guidelines, your style guide around those things. I would make sure that all of those are included in this guide. Mm -hmm. Beyond that, there are a hundred thousand million billion trillion different now, cases that you can come up with. Now, but hang on, don't I'm, go there yet. I'm 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 gonna throw something in there that you kind of alluded to, but you didn't come out and state. And I think it's worth being very okay. very direct with this. Once you have this stuff, template it. You need to create templates. Oh yeah. So, okay. so if you're going to, you know, if you're going to invoice your clients, create an invoice template and yeah. just be like, okay. All I have to do is fill in their information and the amount. So that was actually the next step that I was going to go to. Like, oh, okay. you're, you're okay. spot on. That's perfect. <laughs> so um, that you're exactly right. Like that's the next thing that's going to make your business not only consistent, not only in, more impressive to your clients and, and whatnot, but it'll make things, like you said, so much more efficient and effective in how you run your business. Because once you, like you said, once you come up with a template for your invoicing, like it's done in a snap, yeah. right? You don't have to constantly come into Microsoft publisher and pull in this, <laughs> wait, where was that file? You know, where was that image? You know, once, and, and I realize that's kind of a ridiculous example, but we see that time and time again, where people are recreating documents of one kind or another constantly from scratch. Anything you have to do more than once needs a template. Exactly. Anything. If exactly. it's an email that gets sent out repetitively, yeah. template it. Yeah. Right. We put together an email signature for a reason. That's yeah. part of your branding. Mm -hmm. So if you use emails a lot, make sure your email signature is in your branding guidelines. Yeah. Because then when you have Joe Schmo come on as your new sales guy and he's like, well, I don't like that email signature. I'm going to do my own. <laughs> no, Joe. I, we do it this way. I... I, I, I was working with a company once and uh, they had, um, it, it, it was a bigger business. You know, they, they had about 50 employees and they had about five or six variations of email signatures, oh, formal, official mm -hmm. email signatures. Happens all the time, <laughs> you know? all the time. And I'm like, no, 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 no. One, maybe two, if you have a clear distinction of. Yeah, like different divisions of the company or something. Yeah, maybe. Right. But, one, you know, you, yeah. you can get by with thousands of employees using one, one email signature. signature. Yep, exactly. And, and that's, that's the thing with branding is that you'll find that it really is ultra simple. It can be incredibly complex, okay. but in terms of, um, it's like the simplicity comes in, like you're saying with your example, like um, weeding the garden, right? Going out and weeding the garden once a day is incredibly simple. 
Yeah. Everything that goes on around that in practice is not simple. <laughs> right. And so, and that's kind of the distinction here is like, there are a, a hundred thousand different things you can think of and try to put into a style guide or, or whatever, but it's important to just have that centralized document laid out clearly with the things that you use the most to, to guide what you do. So I agree with everything that you've said and I think, I think it's good information. Nothing that you said to me was like a big shock factor. Like I'm like, Oh wow. I really am so glad that I got that gem, but I'm going to ask you a question. And this piece right here is where you, I, I don't know of a good source to answer this question. Sure. And so I'm going to throw it at you. We, we only have, you know, we've got a couple minutes left before we're going to wrap up the episode. So I'm, right. I'm going to put no some pressure. pressure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's the problem. I know a lot of businesses that they have their guides out there and they're just like, oh yeah, you know, they've got their guide and it hasn't been updated since 1994. Sure. And, you know, because it's gone on so long, it looks very dated. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, okay, you need to update this. But the problem is they can do a massive overhaul. Sure. What happens when you don't want to do a massive overhaul, but you want to make some changes? Sure. And you're like, okay, I need to change my packaging. Yeah. And so I'm going to update my packaging. But I already have... 30 SKUs out there. Yeah, right. And so if I'm going to update this, do I now have to throw away all of the print packaging that I already bought in bulk so that I could get a better deal on it? Right. Or do I only update this one package to where it now looks yeah. different from everything? We, sure. We've lost consistency. So I yeah, either, yeah, yeah. every time I want to make an update to any of my packages, I have to scrap all 30 of them and start fresh so that they all have consistent branding or I create a hodgepodge or I, how do yeah. you deal with, this is the one that, well, yeah, I, I show me the unicorn because I don't know how to do this. See, and, and I, <clears throat> I love that you brought this up because this is, I feel like this is a pressure and uh, a pain point that lots of businesses feel. Right. Even if, I mean, if they, whether they have a style guide, whether they're following branding guidelines or not, whether this is brand new for them or they've been doing this for 20 years, this is still a pain point all the time for everybody. And I've been asked this in my consulting and it's one of those moments where I'm just like, mm, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Exactly. I hope everything else I told you was good enough that you'll keep me on. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I get another check, right? <laughs> just kidding. But seriously, what there's a really, again, there's a really simple solution for this and it's not as it, it's not this magical unicorn that everybody's looking for because a lot of times you see businesses that they say, you know, we, we did our branding guidelines in 1994. Why are we doing this again? You know what I mean? Why sure. didn't it work? Well, sure. it's 2020. So, you know, yeah, there have been a few things in the world that have changed, right? you know, um, but there really is a simple way to do this. And it is neither, but also both of the cases that you pointed out. It's not just letting this run on and on for the rest of the business's foreseeable future and get more and more messy, but it's also not stopping everything that you're doing, throwing everything away mm -hmm. and, uh, and starting fresh. 
the best way that I have seen um, small businesses implement this in practice, right? Not in theory, but actually in practice, right? Is taking it small, right? Like once your garden gets full of weeds, like you go through and you weed it and you're like, ah, oh, that's clean, you know? Yeah. And you know that um, you got to go out and you got to weed your tomato plant and you got to make sure you water your pear tree and you've got to, you know, you have these three things that you go out and do all the time. Right. But then all of a sudden you're adding in string beans and you're adding in cucumbers and you're adding in squash and you don't have uh, a rules set up for those. Right. Uh-huh. Now it's like, holy crap, I have all these new things. And it's like, well, now I got to go weed this and I got to water that and I got to fertilize this and I got to, you know, you don't. Right. It's okay. Your business is running effectively where it's at and that's okay. It can continue to run that way. All you need to do is start evaluating, right? Whether, and, and again, this is different for every company. If you want to take some time and sit down and say, we're going to take this afternoon or we're going to take the next week, what, I don't know, whatever you feel is necessary Mm -hmm. to identify the new cases that we have for our branding guidelines. We're not, we're not, clarifying all of the points here. We're just saying, okay, now we have squash. Now we have corn. Now we have string beans and making room for those in your, your branding guidelines and then take it small, take it one step at a time. You don't even have to do all of your packaging all at once, but say you have, it's okay to have some deviation on the shelf. Oh, for sure. Well, you see that. Thank you. Yes. Um, I was actually thinking about that where you'll see sodas I'm not going to mention any in specific Mountain Dew, but they'll have new flavors or they'll have seasonal packaging coming out. And um, it'll be like Valentine's Day and you still see their Christmas <laughs> specials, you know, uh-huh. in their packaging on the shelves. That's okay, right? You're going to have that. But case in point, you'll have this rolling change, right? Mm. And that's the same thing with small business packaging. Um, small business branding. If you can't change every single one of your web pages, that's okay. You know what I mean? Start with new ones or start with your main ones. Come up with a strategy to start small and say, okay, we're going to change anything new that we create going forward. Again, whether that's websites or I'm sorry, web pages or packaging or whatever. Um, we're going to have the, we're going to create this standard. We're identifying the holes. We're going to fill in one of these holes and then going forward, we're going to make sure that hole is filled in along with the previous holes that we have already filled in. Mm. Right. And that way it's like this rolling change, right? This thing that you're constantly working for and it's not so overwhelming that you have to stop everything in your business to, to achieve. So I, I actually like that. I, you know, uh, I, I'm, I'm probably overcomplicating things. Like I said, yeah. not my strong suit. And uh, well, yeah, I mean, everybody does though, right? Because they want it to, they want it to be a certain way. Sure. And, and you kind of got to let go of that, and that's okay. But see, see, um, I, I've always pushed for either overhaul or no overhaul. Yeah. Like, like those are my two solutions. Yeah. Like, well, if you're ready to make the change, right? You know, and yeah, and it, and it, it's just a matter of identifying what it is that you want to change, taking it small, making commitment to making one change and mm-hmm. then adding that to the repertoire of things that you do. And so again, just to really clarify if you, and I'm going to use the example of packaging because this is very, um, 
it can add a lot of cost to a business. It adds a lot of time, sure. resources, that kind of thing. Um, if you say you have 30 SKUs out there and they're kind of all hodgepodge, some, they, in, in effect, they all similar look similar, but you can tell that they're different, right? Right. So start with the front. You don't even have to start with the front of the packaging. You don't even have to change the entire packaging, all of them. It's just like, hey, when we come up to reorder, you know, this this one SKU or any SKU, then we're, we're going to have the uh, front of it look like this. These are the decisions that we've made around how the branding is going to look. So hopefully we answered some questions there. Hopefully we didn't just open up this well, nasty camel worms, but shoot, I learned something. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so hopefully that gave you guys a good jumping off point into the world of branding and staying consistent and getting everything all mapped out. If you have any questions or would like to reach out to us, please feel free to do so at marketingmanagementmoney.com or on Twitter. We are at MMM small biz. That's at MMM small B I Z. Thank you guys so much for listening and we'll catch you next time. Take care.